cliffcentral.com. All right, we're going to get to George in a moment or two. I know you've got a question or two for him as well. And um, I had a very nice coffee with George after the show last week. And we talked a whole, uh, about a whole bunch of things, including his cold plunges. And George is now posting uh, more and more info and sharing more info about his cold plunges and all the rest of it. But we're not here to talk about that this morning. No, no. We have important automobile and lifestyle and car stuff to discuss with George. He's our man when it comes to all of this. He's also CEO of Auto Trader, and he's no slouch. George Meany, did you do your cold plunge this morning? Uh, I did not, uh, Gareth. I don't do it every morning. I try to do it about three to four times a week. Um, so if I've got a, a bit of pressure, like uh, getting onto the Gareth Cliff show, then, uh, <laughs> then I fork out. it. What have you got for us in the auto trader part this morning, George? <laughs> um, so, so the first thing is this, um, uh, this R2, um, uh, demerit system that, uh, that the government has decided, or should I say the constitutional court has ratified. Yes. We so, were very worried about this last week because Pumi's the one who brought it up. And I was like, Oh, the only person I could trust on this one is George. So what do you got for us? So um, the Constitutional Court has has ratified it, which means that it's going to happen. Um, you know, there's no there's no two fours about it. It's going to happen. So the best thing for us to do is to not try and you know the public have tried to uh, um, push this thing to one side. People have um, have decided that uh, they don't want they don't want it in place. But once the Constitutional Court has ratified it, like it has now, and uh, and said that it is actually constitutional, um, there's really not much anybody can do about it. This thing is going to come into law and it's going to be implemented. So, uh, so, so, so understanding what it means for you is probably the best thing you can do instead of trying so to just ignore it. Be clear. Um, that this is not going to be like eTolls that we can just ignore. No. No, because, uh, because it's, it's a little bit different. This is a driving license, you know, something where a policeman can stop you on the side of the road and say, Please produce your driver's license and then they go and check on their system. And if you've got too many demerit points um, and your license has been suspended, they're going to take you off the road right there and then. It's not going to be a case of you can just walk away. They will arrest you. Um, so this is serious. It's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not something you can ignore like ETOLs, drive past the gantry and wave. All right. So, I mean, w- without getting into like a, a, a full hour long discussion of what number of points you have and how many you lose when you do X, Y, or Z, because I can see Simpiwe's face as well. She's as concerned as I am. The last thing you need is for the, the Metro police to just take away your car or prevent you from driving for the rest of your life because of some point system. How's it going to work? So in a nutshell, without, as you say, getting into analysis by paralysis, in a nutshell, there, uh, there is um, a certain number of points, which happens to be 12, and they're looking to increase it to 15. Um, every time you have an infringement, that infringement will carry a certain number of points for the infringement, which will accumulate or be deducted from your 15, whichever way you want to you wanna look at it. There's a schedule of, 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 of points and how many, or should I say, of offenses and how many points that uh, those offenses carry. When you get to the threshold of 12 or 15, um, your, you, you, you will get your license suspended for three months. And in some instances, it's six months. And in some instances, it's nine months, depending on how far you go over that threshold in the first instance. If you do that three times, if you go over the threshold and get your license suspended three times, your license will be canceled. Oh, my God. 
What happens then, George? Then you can't drive a car. You can't drive a rental car. You can't drive your own car. You have to, what, rely on public transport, which we don't have in this country. How do they expect people to, I mean, I know you shouldn't break the rules in the first place. That's what they'll say. But there's no way back from this. Like you can't get your points back. Or are, are there ways that you can redeem yourself if you've broken the rules? Well, it's it's a little bit unclear at the moment, but I suspect that it's going to be you were going to have to go and redo your license. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so 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 it is serious. I'd I'd watch this very carefully in terms of and and really understand it. If uh, you know, for all for all drivers out there, really understand it because because you 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 might not see it coming. You know, you might go through a speed camera and uh, and 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 there's demerit points. You know that you that you accumulate. Well, I mean, that's all, that's all good and well, but we also know that with our government and our metro police and our local law enforcement, implementation is three quarters of any of this. I mean, it's fine to have the rules, it's fine to have the system, it's fine to have the, 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 the technical backup, it's fine to have uh, a database. And, but people in this country get fake licenses, they, um, they, they drive without insurance, they do a whole lot of things they're not meant to do. And it's all about enforcement. Do you think that the police are going to be able to do this properly? Okay, so that's a whole different kettle of fish. You know, there's one thing, as you say, there's one thing um, making a law. There's another thing um, um, operating that law or or implementing that law. Um, We saw the same thing with smoking. How long has it taken for or how long did it take for smokers not to smoke inside buildings? Initially, the law was implemented. People just ignored it. They um, mm-hmm. um, now a whole different, whole different thing. People don't do it anymore because because they passed on the responsibility to the owners of the properties. So right. the owners of the properties ha- uh, had to Im- enforce the law for uh, them. Can I guess? Can I guess what's going to happen? They'll make it part of the insurance situation. So and so then- that's. These, these fucking insurance companies who are all the most terrible people will start enforcing it for the police and you exactly. won't be able to get insurance for your car and they'll be the ones who are policing you like uh, that stupid, horrible discovery drive app that tells you you're breaking too fast or whatever. And they di- deduct points from you and they rate you and eventually you end up paying more or less based on your driving, which is it's almost like a social credit system in some way. It, it's horrible. Yeah. So, so that, that's the point I was going to make. You, you, the, 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 the repercussions of a cancelled license or a suspended license is, uh, is you go and try to buy a car, you need a driver's mm-hmm. license. Right. Uh, try fi- get finance, you need a driver's license. Try and get insurance, you need a driver's license. So all the corporate entities, that's the only way that the police and the government will be able to enforce this is pass the responsibility of, of, of governance onto the capitalist right. world. Sure. Well, um, I mean, here are a couple of very, very important points. Uh, Rickard says, if the government's going to do this, how will they enforce these laws in taxis? Because it'll take a taxi all of three days to rack up 15 points, maybe even three hours in some cases. And uh, Indy says, quite rightly, I put the, the comment up on the screen, more rules that will affect, that will affect law-abiding citizens. Criminals won't care, and they'll bribe and keep on driving regardless. So, yeah, I mean, this is going to be interesting to see. I, I think, you know, with what you've told us, everybody who's, um, who's, who's got their eyes open and their ears open is going to be paying very close attention to what happens next. You have to. And there's going to be the, there's going to be the criminal elements. There's going to be the ones that, uh, you know, get driver's licenses by paying for them. And, uh, you know, that, that's going to happen. 
Um, but, uh, but by and large, I think the average driver in South Africa is going to be impacted by this, uh, um, this demerit system in serious ways if, uh, if they don't take notice. All right. So, George, Simpiwe has got a question for you. Um, and, you know, we, we love to throw questions at you out of the blue because you usually can handle all of them. So, Simpiwe, you go ahead because I've thought about this myself a lot. Okay. So, this question is brought up because I saw a TikTok video of these guys actually doing this. And I was like, wait, I didn't know that's a thing. But how far can you travel on zero kilometer? Um, because I saw the these guys, they were like, we're going to travel and push the car. The car was on zero kilometers and they were still able to drive. And I was like, how is that? Like, what? <laughs> um, so so that, that depends from car to car. I know exactly what you're talking about. So the sensor that senses how much fuel you have, you're talking about how much you can drive once your car says you've got zero mi- mileage left yes. on your tank of fuel, right? Yes. Um, so the sensor that, that monitors how much fuel you've got left in your car isn't 100% accurate. And the reason, one of the reasons is, is because fuel is liquid and it squishes, it's, it sloshes around in your tank. So, mm-hmm. so even if the, the, the prediction comes down to zero, it doesn't mean you have zero fuel in the tank. There could be a little bit of fuel left there. Um, there, there's fuel in the fuel lines. Um, you know, there's fuel in the system. So that could take you a couple of kilometers before you actually run out of fuel. Okay. And, and it'll, it'll also depend from car to car, but I mean, there's this, um, there's a saying that you are running on the sniff of an oil rag. Um, essentially that, you know, even a little bit of fuel vapor could power your car for an extra couple of meters. But I mean, there's nothing more scary. I think the reason Simpi is asking this is also because uh, so many of us has had this, have had this situation where we don't even think about it. You get in the car, you drive and you suddenly realize, Oh my God, I've got no fuel left. Exactly, exactly. Scary. All right. What else you got for us? Is that it? Well, no, I'm, uh, um, I know we're out of time, but uh, let me re- run very quickly through the weekly trivia because, uh, you know, we're making uh-huh. a habit of this. I was waiting for this. This is what I was looking for. So who invented the inter- intermittent windshield wiper that is still used in vehicles today? Who invented? Hmm. The toughest one on the list. I don't know, George, and I wouldn't know where to start. Uh, I, I don't think many people will get this, Zimbabwe. No, I have no, no Robert, idea. Robert Kearns is his name. He he invented the intermittent windshield wiper. Here's an easier one. What kind of car is associated with James Bond? What is the brand of car? Uh, Aston Martin. That's mm-hmm. correct. Um, what was the first foreign car company to enter America? Not, not of America, that entered America. Foreign car company to enter America. First one. Sure. Toyota? I, no, not, I think Toyota is part of... I don't think it would have been... Japan and America didn't have the greatest relationship up until quite recently. I would say maybe it was something from Europe, and I would maybe go with Italian because... Eh, it's a it's, guess. It's a little, uh, bit, little bit more mainstream than that. Um, let's go with VW. Spot on. VW was the first car company to enter America of foreign soil. I would, okay. People would have thought it's Toyota because of the size of Toyota, but Japan and America back in back in the day weren't friends. Hey, didn't um, you just then, interviewed the CEO of VW in South Africa, right? I saw it on yes, your yes. social media. Yes. Okay. We, we did indeed. 
We did indeed. What is the first, uh, sorry, what, what do people use? What did people use to indicate turning while driving before the invention of the turn signal? Believe it or not, that is exactly. They stick their hand Taxi out of the window. Taxi drivers right? still do it. <laughs> yes. Now, re- remember, you can only stick your hand out of one side of the car. You can't reach, you know, it's I very know dangerous. To- I know this. So if you, if you're going to turn right, you stick out your, your arm straight like that. But if you're going to turn left, you just give it a 90 degree hook. Oh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And, uh, uh, um, and, and people, a whole system of turn signals was developed, designed for one side of the car so that you could indicate which side you were turning to. And then very lastly, what is, uh, what car was used in the 1985 film Back to the Future? Mm, uh, oh, it DeLorean. It was called DeLorean. a DeLorean. DeLorean. Another. I'll never forget that movie. Oh, I loved that movie. Michael J. Fox and uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Lee, something like Christopher Lee or something like that. I can't remember. The DeLorean. But, yeah, what, a, what a great car. I mean, it's an ugly, ugly car, but I mean, great in that movie because it was a well, bloody if, time machine. If you compare that to the current Cybertruck, there's some similarities. They're also made of stainless steel. Fair enough. Fair enough. It does look a bit like the Cybertruck. I saw one of those on uh, social media the other day again. I'm like, what an ugly car. Only Elon Musk could have the balls to put something like that out in the market and actually sell one or two. And uh, pr- production has started in Giga Texas of the Cybertruck. That's why it's all over the place. Yeah. All right. Well, Simpiwe, enjoy your weekend of friends and uh, chilling. And George, I hope you've got some good weekend plans. Anything exciting that you're going to be driving, flying, or piloting? Um, so I'm, I'm probably going to go flying. My aircraft's, um, a- authority to fly had expired. Um, so, uh, so that's all in place now. And, uh, and so I can go flying. I don't know if I'm going to though, because this cold front causes serious turbulence. Um, and, uh, and so it's very uncomfortable, but, uh, I might just go crack a dawn tomorrow morning when the sun's rising. The air is nice and still. Nice.